Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. Wyatt Tomchek in the house. In for uh, the vacation in Kelly Bidlin. How you doing, Wyatt? I'm great, Gil. I, you know, I don't know how you do these early morning shows, but Red Bull. Red, Red Bull, Bull for you. Get you through it. Red Bull for you. Kelly will be back tomorrow, yes? Yes. I know the Starbucks people are, are missing him. They are, yes. They are losing money uh, with Kelly's absence. And the, and the eggnog challenge on Friday with Kelly Bidlin. Has he officially agreed to that with you? It sounded pretty official to me. Okay. Is he trying to back out now? No, I just want to make sure, like, this isn't like, oh, this got thrown on me. Like, he's, like, you know, <laughs> be a little surprised. Hey, hey, I should have put in a, again, I should have put in a hurl stipulation. But anyway, half a gallon of... Uh, of eggnog in one hour and 25 minutes for $400 for Kelly. Heavily negotiated right here on the show. Took about uh, 8.5 seconds, I believe, to negotiate that. Uh, on the show today, we are overbooked, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to talk with Mike Pritchard, NFL, with him, Will Hill, to talk NFL and college football. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke, what he's betting these days. Um, we will hear from Drew Dinsick also, NFL and NBA, of course, from Drew. Todd Wright wants to check in right before the uh, Fantasy Championships. Give his thoughts on that. Um, we'll try to get to all the playoff scenarios, though I don't know if we'll get to that today. I, I do want to start, though, um, because uh, right before the show here, before I jump in the shower and come, because I don't know if you know this, but I do a show here at Vizan, so I, I can only catch so much, and, and I'm listening with one ear. But an update to what I was talking about yesterday with Circus Survivor. So on Follow the Money, Mitch, now if I get any of the details wrong, please, by all means, go check out Follow the Money's uh, podcast uh, which is available, like all of the shows are, in podcast form at vcin.com. But uh, the details, so I made two two major points yesterday about Circus Survivor, which is down to three entries. And again, uh, I went through the whole uh, sort of circumstance and the whole scenario where it was four and then it was three. And so the, the, the individual, Mad Dog 2, who got eliminated, Mitch, talked not to Mad Dog 2, but I think to Mad Dog 2's partner. And I had two major points yesterday, one of which was... This notion that, you know, everybody was saying, oh, you got to hedge a million dollars, you got to hedge three million, you got to do all this stuff, and that it wasn't realistic, really, in real life on a Christmas Eve for all that. And the other point was, you know, these guys should probably chop these last three, and all it takes is one, though, to be like, yeah, and I'm not trying to chop. Um, and I was making the point yesterday that it's, you know, because when you're, when you're one of the final people, you may fool yourself into thinking that the skill overcomes much of the uh, the luck of getting through the minefield. Anyway, 
Mitch, uh, and you can listen to this, but Mitch said two things. I think I caught these details correct. He talked to the partner of Mad Dog, they, who said, who told Mitch, that they could have hedged up to $500,000 but chose not to because they're not about hedging. That was the first thing. Let me just react to that. I am going to take them at their word, but I just would like to suggest that the skeptic in me also wonders, did you really have 500000 to hedge, and then did you really decide not to? Because, Wyatt, I don't know if you know this about me, no one's, as, no one's more risk tolerant than this guy right here. I don't want to sound like I'm Donald Trump right then. No one, no one tolerates risk more than I do. No, I don't want to sound like that. But I think if you've listened to the show for many years, I'm not really about, I'm not a hedger first either. Like, I'm, I'm not about that necessarily. But even I, in this situation, if, if I truly had that amount of money in that situation, with just one outcome remaining between you and $6.133 million, would I have hedged? Of course I would have. Like, we're talking about money here now. This, this ain't some nonsense bet. The other thing was, the other thing was I said, you know, all it takes is for one person to be like, no, I want to pr- press through. And according to what I, what I think I heard Mitch said, he said, or, or not Mitch, but Mike Palm later said, yes, one of the three is not prepared to chop. He wants to continue through. So the notion of, of grabbing the two point, well, I believe it was two point uh, zero four four million plus, which is the intrinsic value of each of the remaining three entries, the, one of the three people has decided that uh, they're not interested in a chop. They're moving forward. Maybe they find, maybe they believe they have some sort of incremental advantage in the next two weeks and what they have left and what their opponents, if we can call them opponents, have left. But, man, how annoyed to, would to you me, be? I th- to me, I think you have to reassess that. How annoyed would I be? How, how annoyed would you be if you wanted to kind of let, let's just let's all collectively come together and split up the prize, and you got one person say, "Nah." Uh, would you respect them, or would you be a little like? Would but would I be annoyed, or would I be almost crestfallen before annoyed? I'd be like, "Oh, dude, really? You want to go through this again? Another week? Like, I don't know." I'm not there, so I don't know. It's a lot of money. Anyway, I, fi- I found those two uh, developments, if you will, those two uh, discoveries quite interesting because I'm not about either of them, you know. So, anyway, that's a little bit of, a, again, an update on Circus Survivor. And, again, if you want to listen to uh, Mitch's uh, story about that and follow the money, please check out the podcast. Uh, okay, vison.com. Yesterday, college football bowl. We're going to talk college football bowls. We're going to talk to Adam Kramer a little more about uh, bowls today, what he likes today and beyond, obviously. But you know, we've said this pre-flopping these college football bowl games, especially you know once we get to the semifinals, that's a different story. The playoffs, but these games this year, um, they were always college football bowl season was always a bit of amateur psychology. What are teams' motivations? Do they feel like they're settling for bowls? Coaches going in and out? What's their what's their state of mind going to be? And now you have transfer portal issues on steroids. And so a lot of these games, you know, pre-flopping them is just even discussing them becomes a sort of fool's errand. But the point that we try to drive forward is in-gaming these might be the greatest thing ever because, again, college football, no sport reveals itself generally in in-game situations more than college football does on a normal basis. When you get to this kind of janky of a bowl season, it's that, you know, to the hilt. And so yesterday, I hope folks were, you know, in tune. Again, if you have no life, 
uh, like some of us who uh, just simply play tennis uh, with Todd Wishnev and then bet bowl games, like myself, uh, you are able to be in front of a television and watch some of these. And so Wisconsin, Oklahoma State was one example last night where Oklahoma State got this sort of fluky touchdown to go up 7-3. to three. But if you were really paying attention, you're like, oh, now I can get Wisconsin at minus 2.5. Let me jump on this. And so if you're able to do that, like some of us were, that was a good bet. Wisconsin ends up winning 24-17. to 17. But the game before that was the one I really wanted to seize on, which is much more objectively a moment where you can seize on in-game betting. And so, again, if you've got nothing else to do, and you're looking to make some money, pay attention to these games. Coastal Carolina, East Carolina, which was already a game that really centered around Grayson McCall's, you know, was he going to play? Was he not going to play? He maintained that he would play, even though he's going to the transfer portal. And sure enough, he did play for Coastal Carolina. And so the line was, uh, you know, the preflop was minus seven on East Carolina. But Coastal Carolina went up in this game. Uh, I want to say it was 14 to 10. 13 to 10 or 14 to 10. It was 14 to 10, I believe. And... Even then, for the for those of us, I did so. I had a preflop on Coastal Carolina plus the seven points, and even with Coastal Carolina taking that lead, it, you really wondered how in the heck am I in the lead in this game? Even with Grayson McCall, and then Grayson McCall got hurt on that touchdown to go up fourteen to ten, and there was he was it was stated that he was questionable for the rest of the game, and so I already even up didn't like my preflop bet. And then when you got the questionable status on Grayson McCall, while East Carolina was matriculating the ball down the field for their score, wondering, okay, is he going to come back? Is he going to come back? They score. They make it 17-14. to 14, And then they came back with a questionable status because we're waiting to find out what his status was. You could have jumped in that moment right after they told you that he was questionable the rest of the way. By the way, he'd never returned. Questionable, sort of a euphemism for that, was a good assumption at that point. You could have gotten... East Carolina at minus six and a half, a better price, a better number than the preflop, up three at that point. That is in-game betting at its most precise, greatest moments, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the moments you wait for. And so if you were quick enough, which, and I'm going to say this, I can count the number of times in my life I've had a preflop and then had not only the conviction that, oh, I'm on the wrong side even though I'm up, but then this injury, which is everything in this game, happens and you can get a better number at that moment when it's announced, bang minus six and a half once to get out of bed, then banged it again to get on, literally have the have my interest now on East Carolina's side. So I hope people jumped on that yesterday because those are the great moments you're looking for in in-game betting. They don't happen every day, but that was certainly a great case study. And then the other big thing yesterday, and this has less to do with betting than anything, Luka Doncic. Oh, my God. 60 points, 21 boards, and 10 assists. Here's a ESPN stats and info, and it's about as clear as this. Players with 60 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists, 10 assists in a game in NBA history? Luka Doncic. That's the list. That's it. Never been done before. And the real note of this game, which is just incredible, was they were down. The Mavericks were down nine points. By the way, here's another way to just put, a, put that in context. Luke only the third player in history, by the way, with 50, 20, and 10 in a game, joining Wilt Chamberlain, who did it twice, and Elgin Baylor. All of that in the 1960s. But the real thing with this game is, when I was a kid, there was a, there was a playoff game in 1986 where the Washington Bullets were down 17 points to the Philadelphia 76ers, the Sixers of... Dr. J, Moses Malone, and Charles Barkley, by the way, they were down 17 with 349 left in the game. 
down 17 with 3 minutes 49 seconds left in a playoff game. They scored the final 18 points. Dudley Bradley banked in a three at the buzzer, which is one of the great comebacks in NBA history. This thing last night was nine points in 35 or fewer seconds. It was 34 seconds. Tim McMahon, NBA teams were 0-13,884 the last 20 seasons when trailing by at least nine with 35 or fewer seconds remaining. Per ESPN Stats and Information, Luka Doncic and the Mavs pull off a miracle. Because that thing in 1986 was like the most incredible thing I ever saw as a child. This is that times 10. It's unbelievable last night. Drew Densick will uh, talk NBA with us on the other side, and NFL as well, what he's got for Week 17, what he's betting in the NBA. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Don't forget the king of sports books, always with promotions. With all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more, just download the app today. Won't take you but a few seconds. And then stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The other thing about, of course, that Luka flourish... Well, first of all, Luca's great game and the, and the Mavericks flourish at the end. It came down to, and again, we can go through, I mean, I, I'm looking at the play-by-play of the last 36 minutes, but while I was watching the bowl game, they showed right on the other screen, it got to a point where the Mavericks were down three. They had cut this lead from nine to three, and the Knicks employed the, oh, we're going to foul him. We're going to put him at the line thing. So... He makes he makes the first free throw, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm getting this right. He makes the first free throw, and then he purposely misses the second, 
grabs the board and puts it in. That alone, that, that alone, like how many times does that even work? And that worked at the most crucial time in this already amazing late comeback for the Mavs last night. Did you see his reaction oh, to it? He was so he, look, he looked like a kid on Christmas opening up so his favorite happy. gift. Yeah. And then his post-game comment was great. He goes, I need a recovery beer. He needs a recovery beer. <laughs> and he said it in a Slovenian accent, which made it even greater. Do we have Drew Densick? Do we have uh, young Drew yet? Uh, still TBD. Still TBD on Drew Densick. Okay. But that was the amazing thing about, uh, about that performance. And again, there was other great performances of the NBA that got overshadowed last night. Uh, LeBron with 28, Russell Westbrook with his uh, 197th career triple-double. Uh, Lakers end up beating the Magic. Team of Kelly Bidlin and Drew Densick, the uh, Orlando Magic with their Southeast Division futures. I have one, too, but not quite at their numbers. Uh, and then Joel Embiid with 48, James Harden with 26, but the uh, Sixers' eight-game winning streak snapped by the uh, Washington Wizards, 116-111. to 111. In the association last night. By the way, the other two uh, bowl games we didn't mention. Everybody had Georgia Southern yesterday, man. Anecdotally, everybody had Georgia Southern. You know what happens when everybody's on one team. Buffalo beats them. Beat them outright. 23-21, Georgia Southern uh, pre-flop, four-and-a-half-point favorite. And then Memphis just rolled over Utah State, the only other game uh, we didn't mention in in you know, in addition to the East Carolina win over Coastal and the Wisconsin win over Oklahoma State yesterday. Um, did you want to do the playoff scenarios? Let's jump into the playoff scenarios for sure, a second here. Let's do this because, you know, this has been interesting because usually when there's two weeks left in the season, you can go to websites and they clearly will state everybody's sort of, here's how this team gets in, here's how this, how this team gets eliminated kind of thing. Uh, kind of been a jankier experience this year, just generally speaking, but obviously there's yes-no playoff odds associated with all of this. First of all, um, can we start in the NFC? Because I want to make a point in the NFC, too. Because what you're going to see, there's going to be a lot of people, and this is kind of for newer betters or newish betters. You're going to look at yes-no playoff odds with two weeks left in the season, and sometimes your eyes will sort of deceive you on some of these prices. So we have the Eagles clinching the NFC scenario. Again, Philly's magic number has been one the whole time. Um, they're in, they, they clinch the NFC East with a win or Dallas loss or tie. They'll clinch the number one seed in home field advantage with a win uh, and a Minnesota loss or tie or, excuse me, with a win or a tie. They're t- if they tie in a Minnesota loss or tie, if we get into ties, it gets really kind of, uh, kind of interesting. But if the other one is a Dallas loss or tie and a Minnesota loss and a San Francisco loss or tie. Anyway, you can go through all of these Buccaneers. Essentially, Philly just needs to win. That's the main thing you need to know. Philly needs to win. The Giants have no fewer than seven ways of clinching a playoff berth. There's no need to get in any of them. All you need to know is they just need to win at this point, right? There's two, it's too convoluted to get into the specifics. And with Washington in the NFC, remember, they're a game, they're, they're a half a game ahead of Seattle, Detroit, and Green Bay. So because it's a half game, tiebreakers are unlikely unless one of the other team one of the other teams, Seattle, Detroit or Green Bay is, you know, ends up in a tie in one of their two remaining games. So Washington really just needs to win and have those teams lose once, win out in Washington's case. Uh, but the point I want to make is about the yes no playoffs here with 2 weeks left in the season. So you'll go here and and, and you let's take the NFC, the Giants we said there's seven different ways for them to get in. The easiest is for them to just win here this week against the Indianapolis Colts. Their yes to make the playoffs is minus 1,000. By the way, this is the exception to the rule. They, they probably should be higher than minus 1,000. So they're, they're their own sort of one-off. 
But I want to get to like the, the, the Lions juxtaposed against the Packers kind of thing. And if you look at the Packers to make the playoffs, they're at plus 175, yes. And if you look at the Lions, they're north of $3 to make the playoffs. They're plus 350. And someone, you know, who's sort of newish to the game will look at that very quickly and they'll be like, wait a minute, how are the Packers plus 175 when they're playing the much more difficult schedule, right? They're playing Minnesota and Detroit. And how are the Lions plus 350 when they got a home game against Chicago and then they play Green Bay? Like, shouldn't the Lions, man, that Lions price of plus 350 must be outstanding. That's sort of the logic that someone who sort of does a cursory look at this might sort of seize upon. And again, this comes down to, okay, you got to know what does it take for each team to make the playoffs. And what you're essentially looking at are kind of like multi-team parlays for these teams that are on the outside looking in to get into the playoffs. So if you think about it that way, and for those who are new to betting or newish to betting, I know you've tried doing parlays. Don't act like you haven't. You'll, know, you'll, you'll recognize that parlay prices are such that, oh, wait a minute, if I do need a four-team parlay, all of a sudden plus 350 doesn't sound so good. And that would be the correct instinct. Because for the Lions at plus 350 to make the postseason, they would have to win both games Washington would have to lose at least once. And there's a fourth. I believe it's Seattle would actually probably in most scenarios have to lose a game. I think, no, no, not Seattle because the, the uh, yeah, Seattle because Seattle has the tiebreaker. No, or did the Lions win that game? It would be Green Bay, I believe, that would have to lose. Anyway, it's the fourth. Again, it gets convoluted in your head. There's four things that have to happen. And so plus 350 is actually not a great number. The actual true odds are much longer than that a much longer bang for your buck if you do it into a four parlay you know because basically it's a four-team parlay so just don't be fooled just a sort of cautionary note about that don't be quickly fooled by wow plus 350 for that but they have the easier schedule than the plus 175 the plus 175 is a terrible price too but i'm just saying just because it looks better juxtaposed against another doesn't mean it's good either drew dinsick joins us now at whale underscore capper He's, of course, the uh, co-host of not only the Deep Dive podcast, which he does with his buddy Andy Molitor, but also NBC Sports Bet the Edge. Drew, how you doing, man? Hope you're feeling well. <laughs> I am doing well, yes. Uh, and just to kind of piggyback on your uh, kind of note there, uh, there is no free money this time of year. That's right. Uh, these, <laughs> these prices are uh, relatively mature. And uh, if something looks too good to be true, it probably is. And you can math out all this stuff just like you were explaining. Yep. Yep, nope. uh, this is pretty just a sort of note for uh, the newer kind of better. Let me just say this before we continue, Drew. You uh, you couldn't come on last year because you were feeling a little under the weather. You got a, you had a little vertigo. Could you explain to people? Because I think some people would be interested in that. Oh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, last week uh, I ended up getting a, an ear infection. And uh, who knew that that could basically unravel all of my health? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the... You know, you you upset the uh, the balance inside your your inner ear there, and the next thing you know, uh, you know, couldn't get out of bed uh, without you know just violent nausea every thirty minutes, and, uh, and you know took oh took God. like uh, yeah, I took like heavy duty antibiotics for like a week, 
to really rein things in. And okay. you know, I'm doing better now, but uh, that was that was something else. Violent nausea. Wow. Violent nausea. All right, uh, let me start here on this side of the break because we only have a, a minute here, and we'll we'll continue with you next. But anything in week seventeen? Obviously, there's a lot swirling. What do you have bet so far? I've got a good amount in pocket, and you know the, the market was pretty quick to react to what I thought were eh, some questionable opening prices. Like uh, for instance, the Buccaneers laying like five. I thought was pretty silly on the open. That's down to three. I think there's still a little bit of edge there. Uh, two and a half is. My fair. Um, the uh, favorite look on the card is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they match up extremely well against this Baltimore Ravens team. We're not expecting, excuse me, we're not expecting Lamar Jackson to go, and I, uh, and I think realistically, uh, Pittsburgh is uh, you know they're playing for pride, <laughs> and uh, you know my my fair on that one is closer to a pick'em, even though it's in Baltimore. Uh, not a huge Hunley guy. And, uh, you know, realistically, I like the uh, the matchup of that D-line against uh, a weak offense. All right. Drew, are you good to do another segment? Because you, you appear to be struggling, as the great Joe Namath once said. I don't want to, like, make you do another segment. Are you okay to do another? Yeah, no, 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 no. I can regroup for sure here. Okay. We'll have him, regr- we'll have him regroup. Uh, we'll get to the rest of his NFL picks. I uh, was with him with the uh, Tampa Bay reaction on um, Monday's Guessing Lines. Like, the, the market continuing to just overrate the Bucks. that's for sure. But he likes the Steelers the best here, taking the points against the Ravens. We'll get his other NFL picks. We'll get his NBA thoughts. We won't make him go past, uh, you know, if it's too much for him. But uh, he's recovering from illness, so it's kind enough for him to join us. It is a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only $79. Get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN Sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, though. Betting splits and betting reports. It's a limited time offer. So sign up and get VSIN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets. At BD the Book, always appreciate the feedback. Good response to our Survivor segment yesterday and uh, Steve Fezzik's excellent uh, segment with us. This is a touchdown, Jesus. He said, so the team of Mad Dog was a uh, partnership, right? He said one guy hedged, took profit of about 50K. Oh, now that's realistic, right? That, at, that's what we were saying the other day. It's like, okay, maybe you have 10, 20K, maybe. He had 50K. All right, cool. He said the other refuses to hedge, the one who could have gotten 500K, he says, and even had the Panthers a few years back in the Super Bowl at 75-1 to against the Broncos for several thousand dollars, didn't hedge then. If you could have gotten your hands on 500K, Wyatt, you're not hedging that? Oh, yeah, if I could. Come on now. That's the big if I could. Again, he got through. They got through, those two. And only the Pittsburgh Steelers losing was in front. That was the only thing they needed to have happen at that point, those three hours, that three-hour window in front of them for them to win the full pot. 6.133 million. They eventually were a yard away on a fourth and one late, and they gave the yard to Kenny Pickett. If I was that close, I feel like the TV would have been broken. I had to break something if I was that close. This is from Craven Moore Betts. Gil, shouldn't the other two who want to chop pair up and play both sides of a game for this week and hope he misses? Then if he wins, you have a 30, then you have a 3 million ticket 
uh, you could do some serious hedging with. Oh, now you're getting all complicated with it. Because, again, those two don't know each other either. So it's, that was the other point I was making yesterday. None of these people know each other. Why, if it was you and me, you'd be looking askance at me. You'd be like, I don't know if Gil's going to mess me up at the end. I would trust you wholeheartedly. Though. I would trust you. Well, I, you're a trustworthy guy. No, thank I think you. So. Jeff Parles yesterday was like, oh, I'd be, I need to be in the same room as you, Gil. Parles is a different animal. Well, I'm going to have something to say to his parents tonight. <laughs> Mark Geiger, in-house attorney for a numbers game. He says, enough already with this football and hoops. Tennis starts in a couple days. Yes, it do, baby. Let's go. They're going to play in Adelaide. Then they play in the Australian Open. That was my Australian for Adelaide, by the way. Scotty B726, Mother's Day 1979. Talking about the Luca thing. Spur, oh, Spurs were up 13 on the Bullets in the Eastern Conference Finals Game 7. Bullets outscored Spurs 14 to nothing in the last 158. Bullets lost to Seattle in the Finals. Scotty B, don't I remember it? The great Bobby Dandridge leading the comeback for the Bullets in 1979. And Game 7 against the Spurs, a classic. And then Arch Indy, if Drew makes it through the next segment, he should get one of those uh, Doncic recovery beers. I've heard mixing antibiotics with alcohol is totes cool as long as you keep it in moderation. That is incorrect medical advice, ladies and gentlemen. That is not correct. And then Tim Lawson texts in, Drew sounds like he's choosing to use his last breath to give NFL picks a true better. Drew Densick, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> playing hurt. How you doing, man? You okay? Yeah, yeah. I appreciate the uh, the support of the, uh, the the numbers game crew. Yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate these guys, and yes, uh, with my dying breaths, we are handicapping the NFL, no doubt about that. All right, so you like you like Pittsburgh best. Uh, you, you like Pittsburgh best. You you didn't you were like us. We were like, what is how is Tampa Bay this big of a favorite? Even three with I thought was too big. Uh, what else did you yeah, bet same, so far? Week same, seventeen. Yeah, the worst spot to go on Tampa Bay. That one, I honestly, I think Carolina's still alive for a playoff spot, which is insane. But here yeah, we are. There we are. Um, and uh, you know, I I wouldn't necessarily get involved at this point with Green Bay, Minnesota, but uh, you know, in, in the week we missed last week, uh, I don't know if I, you know, if, if you caught any of my other uh, stuff out there or if any of the listeners did, but um, I am massively staked on Green Bay. Um, mm. They, the numbers that existed before their Rams, the game against the Rams were um, absurd. Uh, we had like to win the NFCs north of 100 to one, to win the Super Bowl north of 250. Um, and so I grabbed everything I could get on Green Bay, hoping that they could make a little bit of a run here. So uh, cheering very, very violently here for Green Bay to get uh, this win against Minnesota. And, uh, and you know, more needs to happen. But um, the idea of getting Aaron Rodgers into the playoff mix in what is otherwise a very weak NFC uh, is just it's very, very um, exciting to think about. So How dare uh, you. for the Packers. How dare you. <laughs> Let, I, I mean, it is really, by the way, Wyatt Tomchek, big uh, Green Bay Packers fan, so he's all with you on this. I, I am a commander's guy, obviously, um, and I, I, I found it interesting how the media was so desirous, right? Not interesting. I mean, I guess it's expected. So desirous of getting Rodgers into the postseason. It's all they could talk about. Oh, look, oh yeah. don't look now. The Packers. Blah, blah. And it does occur to me that the uh, Washington Commanders are the actual team in the postseason uh, picture right now. By the way, they went from uh, Heineke to Wentz, which I, I called would be minus 500. I would lay on that happening on Monday, I said, because um, all the tea leaves you could read were, were headed in that direction. They took down the Browns' Commanders line temporarily, and it came back as Commanders minus two, which is either no move yeah. at all or a negative move, one or the other on that game. Yeah, and... Uh... 
I don't know. I mean, how do you feel about the Commanders this week? Because I, you know, if Cleveland was showing you any pulse, I think you're taking the Browns in a heartbeat and trying to run with them. Like Washington's effort last week was, um, you know, was very suspect. I thought the Niners played poorly, and yet they won and covered going away. Yeah. Um, that, I th- I uh, mean, that was a weird one. My take on the Commanders is is basically what it's been all along, which is they are one of these teams that is capable of throwing out a dud every week. They're also a team that's capable of surprising you and being like, oh, wow, I think they might actually be good. The defense has been the up and down thing. The offense, you kind of know what to expect, but the defense is the one that's curious with them, where it's sort of like, wow, I didn't realize they could be this bad. I guess they can be at times. But can they make the playoffs home game against the Browns and then home game against the Cowboys team that might not care in Week 18 if it doesn't matter to them? Yeah, they could. Sure. Yeah, the Cowboys question is always interesting because how many years have we kind of gone into the final week of the season where the Cowboys had nothing to play for? Even going back to Jason Garrett as coach, and then they pull out every single stop. They're running trick plays. They're trying yeah. to hang 50 points on their opponent. Like it, The Cowboys have a weird uh, mentality in the final week of the season, and they tend not to pull their guys. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, that is ultimately what the commanders need now. I think the commanders question everybody really has in their mind is, you know, is Roger Goodell going to, you know, uh, get seven billion dollars for that franchise? Please, um, please. And, I mean, but uh, it's weird because we're all rooting for Daniel Snyder to take away seven billion dollars out of this. Yes, we like, are. How did this happen? <laughs> how did this happen? Please, like, this what, is, a, what a finesse! This is what I've said all the time. It's like I just wish those owners would would cozy up to Tanya Snyder and, and just say, "Look, just tell him. Just go home and tell him." He can take his six, seven billion, whatever you're going to get for the franchise. You guys can ride off into the sunset. Just go ahead and tell him that it'll happen. It'll be great. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, it's amazing. Any other NFL plays this week? Uh, the other stuff on my card uh, is pretty soft. Uh, by the way, there's there's a lot that the those and those who know know the teaser. Delight. Uh, the last uh, handful of weeks has just oh, been, yes. uh, you know, has just been the the absolute end of year bonus that I was not expecting. Um, and there's some good ones this week, although it looks like both, like Cincinnati's kind of fallen out of range. So if you didn't already grab them at one and a half out to uh, out to seven and a half, then that that becomes a little tougher. Um, you kind of need them on the other side of seven, I think. Uh, that looks like a team with the ball last wins kind of a, a game state. Um, the uh, I like the Jags. Laying the four, four and a half there. Um, they just absorbed a couple of major injuries, I know. They don't have really any motivation to play this game because week 18 is their entire destiny, win and, win and get in. Um, but the Houston Texans can't afford to win here. In fact, you know they, they, it, they have sort of this late-season classic arc you see with these teams that are well out of contention where they're trying hard against much better opponents they, you know, they they tickle the upset against the Cowboys. They tickle an upset against the Chiefs, and then finally get their, you know, get their second win against the Texans against the Titans. If that team shows up, I'll be I'll be extremely surprised. Uh, and realistically, I don't know what you tell Lovey Smith, but if you're kind of the steward of that franchise and you win another game and you fall out of the first pick in the draft, then you know you, something's gone horribly awry. So, mm-hmm. um, not yeah. to say that the Texans are going to throw this game, but they ought to. Not the players uh, on I the field, but who they? Yeah, they, they ought to make it <laughs> yeah, so right. they don't maximize their chances. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
So, and all that said, you know, they, the Houston defense can be schemed against, and Doug Peterson right now is on a little bit of a heater the way he's, uh, uh, you know, organizing that offense. So I think the, the Jags can get a win and continue their uh, their good form. So I laid the points with them. Uh, and then uh, New Orleans, I think uh, I took the sevens. Uh, I get it, Philly's amazing, but uh, they lost a couple of key pieces in that secondary that I think are going to matter in this game. I'm expecting Olave to play. New Orleans is, they have not quit on the season. They're trying. Um, you know, that they don't even have their first draft pick that goes to Philly next year. So, uh, you know, I think that's going to be a competitive game. And ultimately, I would expect Philadelphia to close the gap and, you know, Sirianni to still up coach of the year. But uh, I took yeah. the points with the uh, with the Saints just in case that Drew, Drew, we got 10, 10 seconds. Anything NBA tonight? Uh, I laid I laid it with the Heat. Uh, I don't think the Lakers are giving you back to back effort like that. And uh, I'm going with the Kings tonight. I think they get a, get a little bounce back against Denver. Okay. Drew, feel better, man. We're, we're all rooting for you there. All right, thanks, buddy. My man, Drew Dinsick at whale underscore cap. I made it sound like he was, like, gravely ill. We're all rooting for you. He'll be fine. But, but violent nausea, he said. Oh, man. Coming back, Todd Wright. Your fantasy championship is before you. He's got suggestions. Next, numbers game. Visa, the sports betting network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Make some midweek magic with Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday. That's tonight. And you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every goal scored in the game, up to $16. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the Light the Lamp Wednesdays promotion to receive a $2 free bet for every goal scored in the game, regardless of your prop's bets outcome. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms, conditions, 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback. This is from... uh, Neil Galbraith, talking about Survivor, he says, what about giving the guy who doesn't want to split, and for those who missed it, one of the remaining three, in fact, does not want to chop up with the other two at this point. He feels like he has kind of some kind of advantage. Neil Galbraith says, what about giving that guy who doesn't want to split extra incentive? Example, give 100K, each of the other two contestants, give him 100K um, just for him to settle it up now. He makes the most money, and even... You know, just give him the title, quote-unquote. Throw the bait, see if you catch something. Not a bad idea. That will all have to be done behind the scenes, but I don't, I don't hate that idea. See what, see what you can catch. Uh, Angry Sky in New Jersey. Media in this country is a joke. Last year, Aaron Rodgers was the worst human being walking the planet, uh, literally killing people. And then this year, they can't wait for him to make the playoffs. That's a point. And then Buddhist man with his pro tip, he always uh, photoshops a pro tip. He says uh, his pro tip is if you can get your hands on 500K, you have to hedge. Here's our actual pro tip of the day. Do we have the actual pro tip of the hour now, or do you want to wait till the end of the segment? What do you want to do? Here's our actual I pro tip. Go for it. Yeah, there's no free money this time of year uh, with these betting markets. We were making the point with the yes, no's. So when you look at things like yes, no playoff odds and they look too good to be true, trust us, they are not. The books have done the math on this. So, again, if you look, we use the Detroit Lions example. If you look at that, you're like, wait, plus 350 to make it? That's a great price. No, it's not because you are you have to hit a four-team parlay, essentially, over a two-week span that ought to pay way more than that. Every pro tip searchable at VEASAN.com. We do at least one every hour. That means at least 20 a day right here at VEASAN.com for pro tip subscribers only. Todd Wright joins us. He's the greatest radio host there ever was. All Night with Todd Wright back on ESPN back in the day was must-listening for those of us who uh, had some slow jam shows late at night or, you know, something like that. He now, of course, has the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast and the Todd Wright Toddcast. He joins us now to talk about your championship week in your fantasy leagues. Good morning to you, Todd. And good morning to you, Gil. How are you, man? You good? Yes. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm good. You're, you're, and I'm, what I mean by that is your, your fantasy, you, you, right. you got a title in one and you didn't in the other. Is that how that shook out? Yeah. Uh, I'm in one fantasy championship. I'm out in the other. No Jalen Hurts, no Tyler Lockett, no touchdowns from anyone other than uh, my substitute quarterback, Kirk Cousins, in my starting lineup. But yeah, my draft board of the uh, in the league, 12-team league, where I made the championship, again, drafting pass catchers and quarterback early pays off. I had the seventh overall pick in a snake draft of 12 teams. I went Justin Jefferson in the first round, Tyreek Hill in the second round, Patrick Mahomes in the third round, and I got Ramondre Stevenson in the eighth round. And Gil, the only reason I took Stevenson in the eighth round was because Tony Pollard went the pick before me. I was going to take Pollard in that spot in the eighth round. Pollard went. I took Stevenson as my plan B. By the way, the pick after me, so the pick after Pollard and Stevenson in the eighth round was Trey Lance. So, yeah, that <laughs> that league worked out for me, but I still have some work to do to finish it off. That always trips me out about fantasy drafts. When the guy in front of you or when the girl in front of you picked uh, Tony Pollard, what, what did you uh, scream at that moment? 
Oh, I do nothing. Yeah, I, I right. do nothing. Other people do. Yeah. Actually, when I picked Stevenson, a uh, a very good friend of mine uh, who helps in my golf tournaments immensely, the Todd Wright Tour doesn't exist because of him. After I picked Stevenson, and he never says anything, said, "Wow, Todd Wright just took a Patriot offensive player." Because fantasy managers know that since Tom Brady left. Making sense of fantasy with a Bill Belichick coach team sure. is next to impossible. But there was just something about Ramondre that looked a lot like Cordero from the previous year. Interesting, because you're right. Even even with Tom Brady, their backfield was always a by committee thing. It felt like you know. Right. So so now even more thrown into uh, the uh, the abyss, and you you hit it very nicely with that one. And then Taysom Hill helped you this uh, past week as well. Yeah, I've only deployed him three or four times this year, and uh, I figured. In what was it? Feels like minus 37. At least that was the forecast when I decided, yeah, I'm going to play him. Uh, didn't ha- didn't hurt because in Yahoo leagues and some other leagues, you can use Taysom Hill as a tight end. That got me double digit points at the wide receiver tight end flex position in my league. And I don't know why some other managers deployed great kickers like Tyler Bass uh, and Nick Folk in horrible weather last week. I stayed away from that. Went good as gold with Robbie Gold and Santa Clara. Didn't look great at halftime, but boy, he racked up enough points to get me into double digits. So yeah, that that combination got me into my fantasy league championship. My opponent this week has the questions. He has Tua in his starting lineup. He has Derrick Henry in his starting lineup. So he has some issues going into the week. Okay, so let's let's start there. And by the way, Wyatt Tomchek, who's a producer for the day, has a question for you as well. But let's start with the, the question of Tua. Like, what do you do with that if you have Tua? What's the, what's the strategy? I think at this point you have to make the move. You have to be proactive, probably did last night, uh, because I think, I don't know about you, Gil, I don't think he's going to play. And even if he does... I mean, overall, he's a fringe QB1, fringe QB1. So you can do better uh, going out there on waivers, just a a few that could be available in your leagues, rather than just dropping down to Teddy Bridgewater in the same matchup against New England, uh, a Brock Purdy, a Mike White uh, returning in a great matchup against Seattle. Baker Mayfield's been putting up numbers. Amazing that the Rams are fantasy relevant going into the fantasy championship and Daniel Jones can also get you rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. And I believe the Giants are playing the Colts. So I think you make the move. I think you just go ahead and do it. Losing Tua isn't this week like losing Jalen Hurts was last week. It yeah. doesn't compare. Yeah, I agree with that. The other thing is, so typically in you know, ch- fantasy championships sensibly take place the week before the last week of the actual regular season because the re- last week can oftentimes be squirrely. We have this strange situation in the AFC South where Jacksonville and Tennessee actually, they don't really have to play this week. They're playing each other next week. That's the game that matters. So you have this weird anomaly where people who have Derrick Henry, like Todd, what do they do? History says you should be concerned because in a situation like this, I think in 2019, Vrabel didn't use Henry and saved him for the next week, and it worked out very well. Henry was even quoted as saying, um, yesterday i'll be ready to do whatever they ask me to do so clearly he knows something is up as well some are suggesting just plug and play hassan haskins i don't know that that's the right move there in that particular game although the volume should be there uh in yahoo leagues algier foreman hubbard acres there's another ram 
Gil, why is Brian Robinson of the Commanders available in about 20% of leagues, mm. considering the role he has and with the change of quarterback in Washington? I think those are options you need to have on the book. You just hope Vrabel makes some sort of announcement and doesn't play coy going into the game with Henry as active with no plans to use him normally. I don't play fantasy anymore, but I can imagine being some of these guys now get snaked at the end with some of these uh, just situations in, in real life. And then Tyler Lockett owners, what are they? What ought, ought they do uh, at this point? Well, he was he was a savior for me until he broke the uh, you know, broke his finger, sat out last week. If you plugged in Goodwin for him, Goodwin lasted what maybe a quarter. That didn't work out. You keep checking status on Lockett, but I don't like the matchup against the Jets. I don't like the direction of the Seahawks in general. I think there are better options out there, even on waivers, if you don't have someone on your bench like uh, an Evan Ingram, if it's a flex position. Zay Jones was wide receiver one a couple of weeks ago. Bad matchup last week against the Jets. DJ Chark for the Lions. Um, Richie James, slot receiver for the Giants, getting good volume, and even maybe a Michael Gallup. Uh, will get you in the end zone, but I don't know that even I'm going to go back to Tyler Lockett this week uh, on a quick return off that surgery. Wyatt Tomchek, 20 seconds for a question for Todd. So, Todd, I made it to my championship, my 14-team league. I have to start Kirk Cousins because Lamar's out. I also have Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson on the team. If, If Lamar is playing this week, should I start him or keep with Kirk Cousins knowing that I still have also two Vikings uh, offensive players? Good question. In the league, I didn't make the championship. Someone's loaded up on the Bengals. It hasn't hurt him. Being loaded up on the Vikings hasn't hurt you. And it'd be different if Lamar was going up against the Texans or someone like that. We know these Ravens-Steelers games are extremely physical. I say stick with Cousins. Todd, you're the best. Appreciate it. Good luck in your championship, man. Thank you. Todd Wright, everybody. The greatest radio host there ever was. Mike Pritchard joins us. Will Hill with a bunch of bets. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.